Hello, everybody. Welcome again. Top of the table for Tuesday, May the 18th. Brian, Hank, and a road trip in Mark. Where, where, where Destination uh, unknown. Your, yeah. Where, do you want to tell us? Look at that. He's got a big old Whataburger cup for those watching online. I, uh, I'm on my way to Las Cruces, New Mexico, for a gig that I cannot speak of. Um, but yeah. There you go. So it was either fly for 12 hours with layovers and then drive another two or just drive straight through for 11. And get Whataburger twice. And, and get Whataburger multiple times. Well, uh, Ballard might be joining us. Jake might be joining. I don't know. So uh, we're going to go. Hey, you know what we start with? It's ladies first. Hank, you're you're racing Louisville had a big signing last week. They did. They signed um, a young uh, English player by the name of two colors, technically, I guess, two uh, for the uh, new new number nine coming in, Ebony Salmon. So it's like... Ebony and salmon, two colors right. that sure. don't really go well together. But wondered where you were going with that, but okay. Um, she's the uh, she's been playing for uh, a team on the WSL in um, England and uh, doing quite well. She was named the uh, Young Player of the Year over there. So um, right. yeah, so we're looking. I'm looking forward to it because you know there's there they can use some help up top in, in Louisville. I think they they had a really good game just totally bossed I mean, they were aggressive against kansas city and i don't know if you guys got a chance to watch that game at all but it was it was um it was just missing in the final third there was just nothing there for either team i might add i mean i think i think actually uh, kansas city had better chances um better quality chances but uh you know louisville just dominated the, the pitch i thought and, uh, you know, if they get a missing piece up top, uh, get that sorted, then they could actually start scoring some goals. And that was what I was going to say is it was a very uneventful weekend, except for one game, Mark. <laughs> Oof, man, 4-0 that first half. And I feel really bad. I feel really, really bad for, um, oh, God, and her name just escaped me. Christina. Uh, 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 no, no. Chicago. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 damn it, the defenders scored the own goal. Um, uh, why can't I think of her name right now? It's okay, I'll um, think of it later. U.S. national team player, Julie Ertz. Jira, uh, it's okay. Tiernan, uh, 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 I'm an idiot. It's okay, um, it'll come back to you later. Just get to your point. It'll come back, yeah. Anyway, wow, what a great game. Portland, just an, an embarrassment of riches. Because the starting lineup was massive, right? I mean, you had Crystal Dunn in the midfield, and she was just all over the place. Just amazing to watch the midfield. You forget how good of a midfielder she is if you only ever watch the women's national team where she plays as a defender. But, you know, her and, 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 uh, uh, Lindsay Horan and, 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 uh, the Canadian lady, uh, whose name is escaping me because I'm driving. Christine Sinclair. 
Chris Dickinson come out. Oh my God, the embarrassment of riches they have. And then they have, then they sub in. And, they, you know, they've got Maddie Pogars on the back line. They, they've, they've got Lucy. Uh, uh, they've got Morgan Weaver. Uh, Simone Charles. I mean, holy crap. What a yeah. great team they have. And, yeah, and it was uh, Tierna Davidson who scored the own goal. Tierna Davidson, thank you. He just would not come to me. Well, that game yeah, finished. That game finished five. Her. That game finished five nothing. And out of the other four games, there were only three three total goals scored. As yeah. Louisville KC zero zero draw. Uh, Ballard's New York New Jersey uh, New York Gotham one one zero over Houston. Uh, my North Carolina Courage tied. Uh, Tyler's OL Reign zero zero. By the way. Big news last week was Samantha Mewis was returning to North Carolina. This week, Rose Lavelle joining the Reign as a U.S. allocated player. She's joining the Reign. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Orlando and Washington one one tie, and then we talked about Portland's uh, big five nothing shellacking of Chicago. Did everybody she see played? the video uh, of uh, uh, the Pride players uh, after the match with the, with the babies? Yep. The cavalcade of children, cutest. All the, so- all the soccer moms. It, 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 it put my ovaries into overdrive. Nice. Might have a hashtag um, there. Is, is, is Rose Lavelle, uh, she signed with uh, Olympic Lyonnais? Uh, yeah, they acquired no. her rights uh, in a trade with Washington on August the 16th of 2020. Yeah. And she's expected to be available uh, against Washington on May the 30th. Okay. So she immediately joined as a U.S. allocated player. So she's not. So she was kind of on loan to Man City. Uh, yeah. Woman so they, City. So the Rain acquired her rights uh, in a trade in return. Washington received the Rain's natu- uh, natural first round pick in the 2022 draft, two hundred thousand dollars in allocation money. hundred thousand was paid oh, at the time oh. of the trade, and the second payment of hundred thousand is payable in conjunction with Lavelle's return. So. That's pre- that, that's pretty big cash, pretty big deal. That's a lot of cash for spirit. So you let's get started. Everybody, for, uh, everybody knows the rules. I will ask uh, this week seven questions rapid fire, and our two panelists will give the best answers that they can. We will come up uh, organically with a hashtag to uh, for you, those of you to listen to play along. Question number one. It's amazing what happens when a front office includes its fans. The crew are back. But the crappy logo remains. Give me your thoughts, Hank. <laughs> Just to go back to the drawing board on the logo. I mean, now that you change the name again, you have every right in the world to rethink it. So go back, do something. It is the worst logo in the league. Well, it's the Ohio flag, but they took out the little triangle at the bottom and they put 96 back. That's the Ohio flag has that. Yes. Cup that, shape. Yep. Didn't, never would have known that. So that's that's the other part. No, nobody knows. Mark. So you know. Oh, this is going to be fun. Done. Threw in the wash to think about it. A couple weeks later, I put that shirt on, went out, and. Oh, this is this the is the best. At? And that's what the new logo looks like. It comes stain that I mistakenly didn't wash out. I am so glad that you are breaking up and nobody heard that. Send your cards and letters to at the mark via. 
<laughs> wow. I, uh, I, I applaud the front office for uh, including their fans. Um, there are certain teams that don't do that. And, uh, you hear that? Oh, no, no. We, we, we had, had parts we of it. I heard enough. Parts We're good. We heard enough. We got the gist. Yeah, we heard enough. Fair enough. You like Cup driving game? through you're driving through the desert, man, to get dead zones. Okay. I am. Question Ooh, number two. Gee. Cincinnati opened TQL Stadium with a 3-2 loss to Miami. <laughs> Breck Shea getting the first goal. Uh, Miami uh, noticeably uh, had Rodolfo Pizarro as a 90th minute sub. Why bench a DP versus Sensi? Certainly not because of Jeff Cameron's stifling defense. What's the deal there in Miami, Hank? I don't know, man. Miami is uh, is a is a question to be figured out. Um, it's it's a <laughs> Phil Neville. Is that the is that the answer? I mean, does he just not get it? <laughs> I just don't. I don't. I don't get it yet. So it's hard, I'm not going to have an intelligent answer. I just think they need a lot more to figure some things out. I mean, they almost gave up. A win to Cincinnati. It just Cincinnati is arguably the worst team ever. Yeah. Yeah. Mark. Uh, you know, someone I don't remember who it was it was, uh, but a player tweeted out on Saturday night that Miami or Cincinnati really needs to hire Dom Kinnear and let him set shit right because the coach they have just isn't doing it. And I mean. Mad respect and love for Dom Kinnear. I think he could write that. That was Jeff Cameron. <sighs> Man, he got he got torched for that last goal. I mean, that was Did he all play? I, I missed the whole game. Cameron played. Oh, oh yeah, Chola Browns uh-huh. played. I mean, it was you know he was in defense all like this shit, you know, running around, you know, open mouth, looked like me after my colonoscopy. But I mean, holy crap, man, he. uh he should have been pulled about 15 minutes before he was because he was gassed. And he directly led to that last goal that made them lose. And as far as Pizarro not coming into the 90th minute, I mean, holy crap, man, you got the Iguain brothers out there. What else do you need, really? I mean, that was kind of brutal. I, I, don't think, I, I don't think they're going to last. Their legs will last the heat and travel of the season. But for right now, I think they look good. But they're going to have problems long term in that with, with both of those teams. But especially after all they went through with the Blaze Matuidi fourth DP conundrum, and they having to get rid of Matias Pellegrini, now all of a sudden you're benching one of these DPs. I don't. It doesn't make sense to me. I think it was probably an unwise decision based on lineups and Bill Neville not knowing the player pool. Is what I'm going to go with. He saw the Iguain brothers as a better tandem than having Pizarro out there and letting Pizarro be the super sub. Maybe, I don't know. Fair enough. It's weird. Question number three. Adrian Heath lives to fight another week as the loons swooped in and grabbed a 94th minute winner versus FC Dallas. I'm going to make stupid Minnesota puns like that every week. Ballard's not here. Somebody's got to do it. Is this the turnaround they need, or is FC Dallas just bad, Mark? Man, tickle my ass with a feather. They're bad. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, Minnesota, you know, uh, I don't know. I didn't watch the game. I can't tell you, really. But, yeah, sure. FC Dallas sucks. Well, FC Dallas says uh, their goal differential is right at zero. 
So it's not like right. they're giving it's not like they're giving away a lot of goals, but they're also not scoring a lot of goals. Um, right. As, but you would think with the uh, Frank O'Hara, their their striker up top, who's top ten in salary at three million dollars a year, they might get some return on investment. Well, you, you don't want to edit this, but no, you know, don't, maybe don't start it's... like that. No, don't. Just don't. Just don't. Just don't. Ju- All right, just, right. Hold on. Just don't. okay. All right, I'm changing I, lane. I know and just don't. All right. Okay. All right. Yep. Hank. Yeah, and, Minnesota. And, uh, I think it's a little both to answer the question. Minnesota definitely needed a win. Um, <laughs> but uh, Dallas needs some help, man. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. It's, they've got a great academy. <laughs> shrug palms up question number five staying in the west the game of the week was lafc at seattle with seattle winning two to nothing this is a tale of two cities as lafc sits last in the west and seattle is off to a franchise best five and oh start noticeably nicholas ladero is playing less hold on four oh and one four oh and one whatever nicholas ladero has only played uh, less than 30 minutes and now Stephen fry is out can Seattle maintain this form, Hank? Yeah, why not? I mean, I think it's theirs to it's theirs to lose, right? But I think they've they've got the horses, sure. Mark, I'm going to tee this one up for you. Yeah, Hank just said it. They have the horses: Ladero, Rui Diaz, uh, 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 the, the brothers. Roldan. Uh, Roll the Roldan brothers. Uh, They've got Kellen uh, Rowe, for Christ's sake. But, okay, here's the thing. They've got all these players, right? And it's, it's, it's again, an embarrassment of riches, but not really, because none of those players on their own, without that group surrounding them, would be an outlying superstar. Jordan they, Morris. They, they wouldn't be able to carry the team on their back and, you know, do the things that, you know, a superstar would do. Um, holy shit, that, that, that truck is loud. But together, they have so many threats that you have to look out for that everyone can step up and be massive. I mean, think about it. Freddie Montero didn't do a whole lot when he was away from Seattle, which is why he was available again to come back into Seattle. Had he been, you know, a huge superstar somewhere, he wouldn't have been back on the market. But Montero, Roldan, Rui Diaz, Ladero, they have all these threats who can all be a threat, yet not a superstar. That front office, that management, that manager, they built that team perfectly. I hate to admit it because I hate Seattle. But, man, you got to really look at what they've done, how they've done it, how much they've paid for it, and just be – blown away because it's really a beautiful thing to watch and Again, yeah garth, garth lagerway those contracts for those dps are amazing yeah, yeah. he does a really good job so and, so i mean so what, what, what is what is no what is seattle players what did we talk about seattle yeah. is soccer's version of what voltron voltron that's right i was i was thinking i was thinking um Our uh Rangers. Power Rangers, but yeah, yes. with the sword. Same, it's pretty and, much, you know, yeah, pretty much the same thing. Pretty much the same thing. But the uh, sword and there's like the big tiger. 
Yep. That's right. So Seattle, Seattle is basically MLS Voltron. That leads us to our hashtag this week: parts is parts. Hashtag, hashtag parts is parts. That's an old chicken Seattle's, commercial. Seattle's midfield; they don't have to worry about their defense, right? So it's true. Uh, out of that question, number five is Bob Bradley on the hot seat, Mark? No. Hank. Raised eyebrow. Uh, <laughs> probably, sh- probably no, but they got to do something. It's true. Question number six. But here's the thing about that. Because Galaxy fans are going crazy hating on them and sharing their suckiness. And, you know, whatever, fine. You got to remember, man, this is a long-ass season, and a lot of things are going to happen. A lot of teams are going to go up and down, just like every year. They're going to come back. They're going to make their run. They're going to find a form. They're going to lose it again. They're going to find it again. Yep. They'll be around around in the playoff hunt in the end, not at the top of the pile. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, they're going to lose a lot of people to international stuff this summer as they always do. So, well, they also finished yeah. seventh in the West last year and still, I mean, yep. And I was texting with the uh, two uh, LAFC fans, friends of mine, and we had the conversation. I said, are you guys pressing the panic bu- button yet? And one said, yes, yes, yes. And the other one said, why it's week five. Exactly. It's week five, man. It's just week five. And they're still number nine in the power rankings. <laughs> yes. So that was a question. That was a question earlier that LAFC is higher in the MLS uh, website power rankings than Salt Lake and San Jose. Question number six, Toronto signs Dom Dwyer. How much of that is to fill a need versus convenience that he was just already in Orlando? Hank. I think it's, a, again, a bit of both. <laughs> yeah. They need some help. Toronto hasn't been doing it. Um, Dom Dwyer in Orlando already, watching his beautiful wife score tons of goals for the Orlando Pride. Um, yeah, why not put the man to work? Do it. I don't yeah. know how much time going to get, but they need some help. I would still like to see Kai Kamara get signed somewhere. That's just me. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I like Dom Dwyer. He's going to end up in Austin. the wrong way. Say again, Hank? He's going to end up in Austin. He's going to end up in Austin. You think? It's like the one team he hasn't played for yet. Well, yeah, he's not played for Dallas. He's going to get up at Dallas. You know what? I would be. I'm not a Dallas fan, but that makes sense. He's about due for a tour of of Texas. He's going to hit all the teams in Texas. (laughs) Uh, last question. New England leads the East. So let's crap on Hank's dreams. When will it fall apart, Mark? Probably somewhere around week 10. And then Bruce Arena is going to be the You're too optimistic. the media. And, you know, but again, they'll refund, they'll find the form again. And it's just a matter of juggling the balls, you know, and what you can do with the balls as you juggle them. Because, you know, you got to keep your balls in the air. You can't have them slapping against each other. You got to keep them moving. You got to keep the balls fluid. Keep them flowing, bouncing, moving around. So, uh, hashtag parts is parts if you want to play along. Uh, Yeah, speaking of sacks, uh, I apologize again to Evan Ream. We're not going to be able to have him on this week to discuss uh, Sacramento's run of form. And they've yet to score a goal in MLS. Um, So, I apologize for that. Hank, you got any plugs? When they break ground on the stadium, Hank, you got any plugs? No. <laughs> no Midnight course. Ride Podcast. 
the Midnight Ride podcast still valiantly holding on in its fight to remain dead. And um, uh, you can follow me. Yet, this, yet this sorry thing has been dug up six years later. <laughs> it keeps getting resurrected. I know, right? Monster. <laughs> Quarantine's over and we decided to pull this thing out of the bag. That makes a lot of sense, huh? Mark. Uh, what about pulling out of my shack? What? Nope. Nope. Oh. Out of the bag. Oh. At, the fi- at the final third, what are you? Uh, at the uh, at, at the Mark Via on the Twitters. All right. Um. Uh. Yeah. I think. Uh, I don't remember what my what my Instagram is. You I don't use it. Some, you never. You're never on there. I have to take screenshots and send it to you. I uh, think I have some. Uh, and no, the show doesn't have Instagram, Hank. <laughs> we should. I could do some Netscape shots for it. No, no, no. We're going to wrap this up. You can uh, follow at Top of the Table TV on Twitter, Top of the Table TV. If you want to sit through this, uh, normally I say car wreck, but Mark's driving. I won't. Uh, Chris Ballard is on assignment. Shout out to him. Uh, I, I'm assuming Jake is doing something. Uh, we want to thank. Uh, um, Mad love to Evan Reams sack. Tyler for coming on last week, by the way. And uh, hi, Tyler. Hi, Nick. Yeah, and Nick, we're going to try to get Jeff Ballard on soon. Come say. And uh, yeah, if you want, uh, I'm at Brian Bentley on Twitter. Uh, Not a whole lot there. So there you go. Uh, That is it for Top of the Table. Follow us along at Parts as Parts. Again, our apologies to Evan Ream. We'll get to him soon. You can also check him out. Hashtag Evan Ream Sack. It's like Caddyshack. Bitch, come stay. Night golfing. We got to go. See you later. Bye.